Hey, ProSide Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead. Really exciting as we're heading into a Christmas weekend. Really looking forward to see what God's going to do and got a great discussion guide to really prepare us, um, not just to reflect on ourselves, but to think about people around us. Pastor Billy, take us away. Yeah, I can't believe Christmas is right around the corner. So it's fast. literally this weekend. And so uh, if you, this is your last minute warning. If you haven't done your shopping <laughs> yet, you're actually probably in big trouble because what you want is probably sold out. But um, <laughs> that's true, or won't come in time. Yeah, it's not gonna. Amazon's not gonna deliver it in yeah. time. But um, you know, what is just in time is the gospel. That's Amen. Right. It always is. And as we've been talking about throughout this series, that the whole advent of Christ and and the whole birth of Jesus is about unwrapping God's love. That He right. was wrapped in love for us. And as we talked about th- throughout this series, that that He came to give us the hope for new life on earth. And this past weekend, we talked about the hope for eternal life in heaven. Mm -hmm. And if there are no greater gifts than that, eternal life in heaven, once this life is over, and a new life on earth, the promise of a new Mm -hmm. life on earth. And we need to always be reminded of that because, you know, we get caught up with all kinds of different things that we want around this season. Mm -hmm. And oh, if I just got this gift and that gift and or we're dissatisfied because we don't have what we think we want. And, And but, you know, for me, when I really pause and think about it, you know, the greatest gift of all has been given to us eternal life in heaven. Because no matter what I do here on this earth, eventually this life is going to end. Right. And the greatest gift of all was eternal life in heaven through Christ, but also the promise of a new life on earth. Mm-hmm. And those two things held together, I think, are the greatest gifts that God could ever give to us. And we need to be reminded of that in this season. Mm-hmm. And so this past week, we talked about how Jesus promised eternal life in heaven. And we unpacked a lot, little bit more about what that means and, and really what we have to look forward to. Mm-hmm. That eternal life in heaven isn't fat babies sitting on clouds playing right, harps. You right. know what I mean? It's life. And we're going to live a life yes. free of sin, free of sickness, free of death in the presence of God with love and joy mm-hmm. and peace and, and all, all of us together. I mean, it's, it's, it's what we, we have a lot to look forward to is right. my point. Amen. And um, that should affect the way that we live our lives here on this earth. The joy and the expectation, the hope of heaven should change the way that we live our lives here on this earth. So, you know, when we go to our discussion guide here, you know, first of all, sharing what God has highlighted to you from the weekend sermon, main thought and the scriptures above. I know for me, uh, just the reality of eternal life changes the way that I view what I don't have, you know, because I can easily get, you know, pl- pull out a violin and play it for myself about how I don't have what other people have, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have a nice house like other people have, or you know what I mean, you can't drive these cars or whatever. But, you know, when I think about it, none of that really matters. Right. You know, and, and so I don't get as depressed as I think I would. Also, because... you think about the gift of eternity, right? And no one can take that from you. That's right. Right. Everything on earth can be taken from you. Right, your house can be taken from you, your car can be taken from you, all your money could be lost in the day in yep. the stock market. But my promise of heaven, that gift of eternal life with God, no one can take that from yeah. me. Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and even if I don't get everything I want here on this earth, mm-hmm. I've got all eternity. Yes. And and the reward of eternal life is not just that we're in heaven, but God promises to reward those that are faithful. Right. So even though I may not have all these blessings that I want on earth, I'm pretty confident I'm going to get them in heaven, right. you know, and, and therefore I got all eternity to go on cruises. I got all eternity <laughs> to go and spend time with my family I was wondering, will and I do even great want stuff. That? Will I be just so satisfied with the No, man, I mean, if you Alaska's know, beautiful now, imagine the renewed right, Alaska, any you know what I'm saying, where the sharks aren't killing the seals. No bacteria in the salmon. That's what I'm talking about, right? Like, <laughs> no parasites in the sashimi. I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, you know, and so, right. you know, maybe I don't get to do those things this side of heaven. Well, I got all eternity to do that right. stuff, you know, I think and so yeah, I can also, be content. Right. It, you can be content too in your trials, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know for this light temporary right. trial that we need to endure, 
um, when you think about eternity versus the span of our lifetime, it's temporary. It's drastically no. different, right? You know, when I was going through that tough season with Micah, mm-hmm. I kept thinking about that. Like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll suffer for the next sixty years, right? But it's only sixty years, right? In you know the span what I mean? of eternity, something about that really helped me. Yes, like maybe life is going to yeah. suck for sixty more years, right? Or I, I think about certain things I struggle with in my soul. Um, you know, just sin wrestling things. Mm-hmm. When you're like, God, when am I going to be free of this? And you're yep. like, You're in this world. You're going to wrestle with it. It's a thorn in the side, just like Paul had. But there will be a day you won't wrestle anymore. How many? How much longer am I going to deal with these people that cut me <laughs> off in traffic <laughs> and don't use their turn signals? When oh, the rail is finally up temporary. and running. No, I'm just joking. In then everyone will use their blinkers, you know, <laughs> right. you know but, but, but just that, that, that perspective yeah. that this is temporary right. and we can endure through faith yes. and one day God will reward those that are faithful. I think that is an amazing, yes, amazing absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And that, that enables us to then love because mm-hmm. I can be more patient because yeah. this isn't all that there is, right? I can be more generous because right. this isn't all that there is, right? All those things, there's so many implications when we think about eternal life in heaven that should change the way that we live on earth. Right. I remember uh, being in college and leading my grandfather to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was sick, battling cancer yeah. and just, you know, wrestling with him with that and reading the word to him mm-hmm. and being able to pray with him and something about just um, the hope in his eyes oh, and yeah. mine. When we looked at each other after we prayed, we knew like this wasn't the end. That's right. Right. And so that hope of eternity does help you even in grief, right? Oh, in, in trial, um, the hope that never disappoints is that promise. Yeah. And it comes through Jesus. I mean, not knowing if there is a life after this life is depressing. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know that this is, if you think this is all that there is, mm-hmm. that's a very depressing mm-hmm. place to be. And you have to kill, steal, destroy to right. keep what you have because you feel like this is all that there is. But when you realize this isn't, oh, I don't need to worry right. then. You know, I'll right. see my loved ones again. Mm-hmm. There's a reward on the other side. I can live faithfully and generously for God. And I think, um, let's get our groups to think about that. Like, what are those implications? What are the real ways that would change your life if you really believe that eternal Mm -hmm. life in heaven was purchased by Christ? Mm -hmm. The second question, you know, says, share about a time when the promise of eternal life helped you persevere through a challenging situation. What did you learn about God and your faith because of it? You know, like I I mentioned about going through this season with my son's health, you know, the promise of eternal life helped me. If I didn't think that there was life after this, I would have been very depressed and Mm -hmm. dejected and down, you know? Um, Maybe someone would share, you'd want to share something about that. Or sometimes, you know, people can't think of an example. Maybe they're newer. They don't have an example Mm -hmm, of that. But you can share about a current situation that they're going through right now where the promise of eternal life can help you to persevere. Maybe there is a sickness Mm -hmm. in your family, a loss of a loved one or whatever. And the hope of eternal life can help you to endure that challenging situation. Right. And I think the hope of eternal life is directly paired with walking with Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's a part of what eternal life is. And that's the part of eternity we actually experience here on earth. That's right. You know, and so as they're walking through maybe trying times or, you know, we're seeing people struggle with wanting to remain here, right? Through whatever they're trying to endure. And when they're doing it without walking, walking with Jesus is when that hope of eternity can't stir them on to keep going, right? That's when the weight of the world and everything is Mm. crushing them. And so it's even that, you know, where can we invite people into walking with the hope of eternity here on earth in their hearts that they can then endure and experience then eternity in the future. And, and we're really holding the answer for that with the gospel. We're holding Mm -hmm. the answer with that, um, with our testimonies. And, you know, I want to encourage us in this season, don't hold back, don't hold back 
back from sharing your story. Don't hold back from sharing about what God's done in your life, the hope that you have. Don't hold back from pausing and stopping at work or in your neighborhood and saying, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And bring the hope of eternity into that conversation. Right. Believe God for moments to pray for miracles. Believe God for moments to to open up um, and bring his presence into hopeless situations mm-hmm. around you. My husband was just, uh, we're connecting with his family at school, and he was just uh, um, connecting with the dad the other day at the park with our kids, and he is saying, oh, man, my my friend is going through a hard divorce, and they, right? And it's just like all of these opportunities to bring the hope mm-hmm. of eternity, the hope of heaven, the, the hope of Christ, the gospel into people's lives are right there in front yep. of us. So Please, church, let's be that light this season because mm-hmm. people are seeking and searching and needing God to come through in their lives. And, you know, if we have the hope of eternal life that fuels us so that mm-hmm. we, we we know that there's more and we can live confidently and hopeful in this life, we need to give that away, yes. right? And that's the last question. Who is one person whom God has placed in your heart to share the gospel mm-hmm. with? How can the promise of eternal life help them? And, you know, we always want to be thinking about others, especially during this season, you know, I think, you know, you all know of a high profile person that just recently took their own life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, you hear everyone always say, oh, there's, he was so happy and so joyful. Like no one would have ever thought. Such an inspiration. Right. And you realize that, you know, even though they may have, people may appear like they have it all together on the inside, they may be going through stuff. So like Michelle said, in this season, we ought to be, you know, looking for ways that we can give hope away mm-hmm. to other people because we just don't know what people are going right. through. And we can never assume that because they look happy on the outside that everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And if we have the hope of eternal life, you know, we need to be able to give that away yes. to other people who may be struggling during this season mm-hmm. because the hope of eternal life isn't just heaven right. beyond. It's right now. It's we right can now. live Absolutely. with that joy and that perspective yes. right now. And that's the other side of this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just heaven late. I'll be happy later on. Right. No. You know, when I was going through that hard season with Micah, yeah, the hope of eternity kept me going, but it also helped me to live yes. full of faith and joy in the moment. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why we do what we do, so we can give people hope mm-hmm. for what's coming, but also hope for what is. Yes. And it's it's a both end, the here and now, and then the, the, the thereafter. Um, but we got to give it to them. Yeah. We got to be able to love people, pray for people and introduce them to Jesus in that process. So who is that person in, in your life? And I really want our, our people, all of us to consider, you know, the, these this last week before Christmas, yes. what are people going through? Mm-hmm. And uh, not just through Christmas, but into the new year. Yes. Um, because we want to continue to be a light to people that Amen. are struggling. And then make sure we pray, right? The last part there, yeah. prayer, pray for one another. Yeah. Pray for one another to find hope in the promise of eternal life through current life circumstances, but also pray for others. Uh, pray for those you're reaching uh, that they'll receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and yeah. begin their discipleship journey. Yeah, and I would recommend, you know, break up into smaller groups to pray yes. this week because um, mm-hmm. maybe that person that comes off very happy and strong in your group That's might good. be battling. Break it up a little bit smaller so they don't feel the need to carry that in, yep. but they can, you know, be vulnerable in a moment and That's really good. just share what's going on. Save save a good chunk of time to pray this week. This might actually be a good week to to pair up in mm, prayer. Great. You know, instead yep. of going in mm-hmm. threes, you know, just mm-hmm. go one-on-one, just yep. what is something I can pray for you for, right? Yep. And maybe there'll be more transparent to share i love that yeah Mm -hmm. great yeah you know um before we close i just want to encourage all of us that you know as we head to this christmas week you know they say that christmas is the time where people are most open to coming to church absolutely and the statistics depending on which one you read but you know the last one i saw is one in seven people would attend church if they were just invited by somebody so we all know someone that's just waiting for an invitation i mean you know more than seven people i'm Mm -hmm. sure so we need to be inviters and bringers. It's going to be a great Christmas services. Presence of God's going to be there. Come There's on. going to be a great testimony that I know will encourage your lost friends. 
don't come alone. Yeah. You know, the best gift we can give to Jesus, first of all, is us being in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said this morning, you know, I, he'd be really bummed if he threw a birthday party and people and didn't no show came. up, you know. So Christmas is Jesus' birthday party, yeah. you yeah. know, and it falls on a Sunday. And uh, I'd be, you know, I'd be really bummed if people zoomed in to my birthday party <laughs> or watched my birthday party online when they could have came in person. So be, let's be there to honor Jesus and worship Jesus on his day. Yeah. But secondly... Bring somebody because yeah. the greatest gift we can give to Christ is someone who's far That's from right. God. And, That's and right. you know, if the angels rejoice when one sinner repents, imagine what Jesus is doing. Yeah. I think he's dancing. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, and it, and if he's you celebrating. Pause and just kind of think about the people that have come to church through your invitation. A lot of them have come initially because you invited them to a Christmas. Yeah. Right. And so don't stop it there. People are still open for that. My whole family, it was a Christmas service at first, but it was years of a Christmas service yeah. that then opened their heart. And so it's mm-hmm. sowing the seed. Let's, let's keep sowing those seeds, keep watering them, and keep believing God. So we have a lot of services this weekend at mm-hmm. the main campus as well as at all of our sites. So, you know, pick one. Yep. Be there to honor the Lord, worship Him on His day, and then bring somebody. Because Amen. at least make the attempt. I mean, we can't yep. force people. Don't drag them to church. Right, but, you right. know, like, you know, keep sowing those seeds and invitations out there. Because I know if we can get them there, they're yep. going to experience the presence Amen. of God. And they're going to walk out different. Amen. And so let's give Jesus the best gift we can give Him ourselves and someone else who's far from God. Absolutely. Thank you, small group leaders. Have a great group. Thank you for all that you do. We're excited to see what God's going to do through you.